Tell Peter you, to put down the sword. Which I think is it's still it's still valid because if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's like, true. You glorify violence. But once again, I always have wanted to know, like, like okay, is there a deeper context to that? Because to me, it's like, well, if you are if you are constantly fighting, like our military, like if you go to war, okay. there is a higher probability that you will die in war that's than true. a guy like me that's never been in the military Can I that say has something? lived his 27 years here on Earth. the most obvious statistic I've ever heard. Yeah. If you join the military and go to war, you have a much higher likelihood of dying at yeah. war than if you stayed home and worked at retail job. I'm just Nolan. saying. Nolan. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, big brain time. That's what we're dealing with here. Oh you know? my God. But like, so in, okay, so in, in self- Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a casual podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Let's get ready to rumble! That's right. Hey, welcome to Biblical Lenses. And UFC 250. That's right. Apparently. We're going to be commentating. No, we're not going to no. be commentating. But this is a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, welcome to the podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe because today's going to be a good one. A good one. It's going to be all about fighting. Yeah. Put up your dukes. Little knuckle sandwich. Little uh, little, uh, little uh, t- uh, f- uh, foot to the teeth. You were going to say tender loving care, TLC. Was, yeah, a little, foot little to TLC. The teeth. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Nothing like nothing a little fighting. A little massage before yeah. you go beat somebody up. A little, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about fighting. Fighting is interesting. Fighting is in the Bible. Yeah. But I, I, And the conversation will probably span the gambit yeah. from uh, from the fighting with fisticuffs mm-hmm. to maybe even combat warfare. Yeah. I think so. But uh, yeah, it's definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna talk about that. I think it's also good to remember um, that I have absolutely zero fighting experience. Have um, you never been in a fight? I have been in a couple Even of fights. Second grade like, counts. Yeah, like okay. Yeah, that then yes. Totally counts. Yes. Okay. Um the fights that I have I have uh yes. You got punched in the face? I've gotten punched in the face. But Good that that you, was dude. a sucker punch. Like I was standing in line. This is my one like big fighting story. Yeah. So I'm standing in line. Uh, I think I was in fourth grade, just okay. waiting for the day to start. Yep. We always had to line up along the side of the walls. As you do. Some kid thought that I had said something bad about him. Mm-hmm. And so he comes up behind me in line, kind of like a jailyard situation. Like he was going to shank me. Yeah. Like he moves up from his position. Good. A couple of people. And then full on like, like, like haymaker, like Ooh. hits me in the head. Yeah. From behind. So I had no opportunity to prepare whatsoever. Bro. Just hits me. My head slams into the locker that I'm standing next to. Uh-huh. And then I just sat there and cried for 30 seconds because I had no idea what happened and I didn't know why this person hit me. Listen, and, uh, don't lie yeah. to me. This happened yesterday at work, didn't it? <laughs> yes. And because I work from home, it was my wife. Yes. Yeah. It was your wife beat you up yesterday. Yeah. This is what happened. During lunch. You took her juice yeah. box and she spanked you. That's exactly what happened. Hey, I've always said my wife is a lot stronger than I am. She would definitely beat me up in a heartbeat. Uh, the first fight I got in, I was in third grade. Love it. Similar story. Interesting. Lining up in line. Yeah. Kid cuts east in front of me. Yeah. I said, hey, no cuts, no butts, no cocoa nuts. <laughs> and he turned around and he didn't punch me. Yeah. He slashed down. Oh, nice. And he had long fingernails and he slashed down and he sliced open Ooh. my bottom lip to the point where I was like spitting blood. And I let go a flurry of second grade punches. Yeah. 
that was like, Muhammad Ali, watch out because I'm about to kick your butt. As you should. And I I hit him a solid three times. Yeah. I feel like you had probably had the proper response. Yeah. I had the non-proper response of just crying and hoping that things would get better. Yeah. Yeah. And fighting, it happens. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. We don't, we're not encouraging our kids to go out or fight. Well, of course not. But it does happen from time and to time. And I think that's, that's the important part. And part of the, part of the reason why we're talking about this is because like, mm-hmm. what do you do as a, <clears throat> as a Christian right. when you are like, it's not like you can just be like, Oh, Jesus bless you. Like it's, Hey, you're either going to get beat up or you're not going to get beat up. Ooh. Like make the decision. Oh, we're diving right into the self-defense oh, angle. No, maybe. Yeah. Well, come on. We, got a lot, we have a lot to talk well, about. We got thing, a lot so to we gotta, do. We got to dive into something. Uh, start with self-defense yeah. is okay. What's the difference? I mean, does, does the, okay, let's, let's go to the verse, obviously, right? Okay. Yeah. Turn the other cheek Yeah. is what people would say. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, you're not supposed to fight and you're just supposed to turn the other cheek. Yeah. To what extent do we take that? Yeah. If yeah. somebody comes up and right, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. If a grown man open hand smacks me, it would have been better for him to shoot me. Yeah. Because the level of high octane <laughs> yeah. evil that will rise up in my heart is only rivaled yeah. by by demons of a certain ilk. Like I, feel- I will. Do, you don't do that. I, but in that situation, I probably should turn the other cheek. Yeah. If somebody, though, is threatening my life. Yeah. Does turn the other cheek still apply? See, and that's where I think it's it's an interesting thing. Like when you look at that verse, obviously it's like Peter going up against a bunch of Roman guards. Like, right. Like, I mean, like obviously trained military guys. And this is a fisherman, like pulling out a sword going like, I'm going to kill you. And Jesus saying like, turn the other cheek. It's like they could have at any moment said, all right, we're turning on the gas and we're going to smoke you. And right. so it's like, I, I guess it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe if in my, in my opinion, it's, Hey, if I'm in self-defense mode, like if, if somebody's trying to take my life, I'm not going to let you just kill me, you mm-hmm. know, like that's not going to happen. I think there's, yeah, I think a lot of people take that verse, right? Like Matthew five, like mm-hmm. you've heard it said, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. I say, don't resist an evil person. If they slap you on your right cheek, turn the other to him. I would like to point out that that is a smack. Yeah. That's a smack. Yeah. Jesus is not saying if somebody puts a gun to your right hand, mm-hmm. like the right side of your head, turn the other side of your head and yeah. say, put the gun here as well. Yeah. That's, that's an ex- excessive oh, and, interpretation. And I definitely, I definitely misquoted the scripture there. I was, I was talking about Peter in the garden. That's true. And Jesus said, Hey, he did you, tell Peter to you, put down the sword. Which I think is, it's still, it's still valid because if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's like, true. If you glorify violence. But once again, I always have wanted to know like, like, okay, is there a deeper context to that? Because to me, it's like, well, if you are, if you are constantly fighting, like our military, like if you go to war, okay. there is a higher probability that you will die in war. That's than true. Than a guy like me that's never been in the military. Can I just that say has so? lived his twenty-seven years here on the Earth. The most obvious statistic I've ever heard. Yeah. If you join the military and go to war, you have a much higher likelihood of dying at yeah. war than if you stayed home and worked a retail job. I'm just Nolan. saying. Duh! <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Big brain time. That's what we're dealing with here. Oh you know? my God. But like, so in, okay. So in, in self-defense, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. like I think it's, it's totally appropriate <gasps> for you to say, I'm not going to let you kill me. That's true. I'm going to fight back. I also don't think that you should then take the, the opportunity. If you are winning, mm. like, let's say you absolutely like jujitsu, like you, you get his back, like you put him in a chokehold, yes. like put him out. I don't right. think you should then stomp on his head or well. gorilla 
like gorilla hit him for the next 10 minutes. What did he say? Did he call you something mean? How mean? I don't Does he have money in his wallet? I mean, here's the question. I mean, there's Lord, lots of questions you to ask. activity now, you know, like there's <laughs> no, a point of, of like, hey, not. stop, okay. like stop the, right. stop the attack, mm-hmm. put him down. And like, once that's done, you know, uh, like uh, provide medical aid spit or do mouth. whatever. Yeah. Spit in his mouth. Okay. So, yeah. but that, that's why I think when it comes to self-defense, any martial art, whether it be karate a kung fu mm. or jujitsu. Jujitsu. Let's talk about the real yeah. martial art, which is jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu, thankfully, maybe mixed martial arts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So whatever it is, like any martial art would try to teach you a respect for human life. Therefore, these are only to be used in self-defense. Yeah. Which, when I was nine and I took karate, I didn't listen to that. I went home immediately <laughs> yeah. and I tried the butterfly kick on my dog. <laughs> So, on your, I thought you were going to say your brother, but you said no, you just went with yeah, your dog. No, he would fight back. The dog Good just whimpered and ran Lord. to the corner. It was really bad. It was wrong of you me. You might have been a serial killer when you were no, younger. No, no, like, no. Only if you torture cats. Which, yeah, that's true. On a side note, I might be because I think cats you, are evil. Hey. Um, they have it coming to them. But, yeah. but when it comes to self-defense, right? Like that's the whole idea of self-defense is I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing more than defending yeah. self. I'm not attacking. I'm not necessarily going the offensive. Yeah. I'm just defending. It's defense. Yep. So... I like that. Yeah. What do you think about? So <clears throat> you were in the military. It's true. Um, what do you think about uh, like fighting in terms of like for your country for mm. like just kind of what do you think about that portion? Yeah. Uh, I would not be a person who would be a conscientious objector mm. uh, because I joined the Marine Corps Infantry. Yeah. And uh, I did go overseas and I went on a couple of combat deployments. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a person who believes there are times when force is necessary. Mm-hmm. I believe there can be such a thing as such great evil. Um, I would agree with one of my heroes of the faith, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, mm. who tried to uh, take Ooh. part in Hitler assassination yep. attempts, um, that there it, there does come a time when you need to answer in force, that's probably a little bit controversial. Yeah. It's, it's most likely controversial, right? Because, um, yeah, but I would believe as far as the military goes, I do think that there are some biblical concepts that are sewn into the military. For instance, um, rules of engagement Mm -hmm. are most of the time, unless you're in a real, real bad space, 99% of the time they're going to be, you do not fire until fired upon. Yeah. That's a standard rule of engagement yeah. for most active duty, like infantry members. Okay. Yeah. So until you hear a pop and a zing that's coming your way, you're not allowed to just go shooting at whatever mm-hmm. you want. That's a real deal thing. Yeah. And most people, most units abide by that. Yeah. You're out there to patrol, to police, to keep things safe. You're going on a mission. You're trying to capture, contain. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily always just trying to go in like most people see in movies yeah. and just shoot up the joint. That's yeah. not real life. So um, I would say that there is, to, to recap, there is a time and a place for force. Mm-hmm. And I think that that force needs to be led by righteous men, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and even if some of the commanders and officers and stuff that, uh, that were in charge of me were not Christians yeah. necessarily pursuing Christ... Um, I do believe that there are some godly things that are built into the United States military. Definitely. Yeah. And I I think like I was going to play the devil's advocate on this, but like, I really think that you kind of took a lot of the things that I was going to 
Sorry. make a point of. No, I mean, it's yeah. good. Like, I, I really think like, and I've always been a, I think just growing up in America, you have, you are born and you've been indoctrinated, not in a bad way, but in a mm-hmm. good way with a love for those that are willing to say, I will like give the greatest sacrifice sure. for my country. Um, but like a lot of what I was just basically going to say was like, you know, I think you can sometimes get under the, <clears throat> the leadership or you might get into a place where it's just like, I've heard a lot of military people say like, it's me versus the enemy mm-hmm. and the enemy is, you know, this other fellow, like, you know, this Iraqi or whatever, or this, you know, this person in the street sure. and it's like, they have no, not no regard for human life, but it's like, in order to be able to do your job effectively, you have to dehumanize people to the point of, I can't care about you because if I all of a sudden care about some Iraqi kid and yeah. he picks up an, an RPG later on and tries to, to kill me, now I have to shoot him. Yeah. So like, I can't see him as this kid that has a future that has a, you know, that has parents that, you know, blah, 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 because I might need to kill this kid in, you know, in two to four weeks. Which might be a good kind of overarching point about fighting or violence in general. I think to fight somebody, whether it be fist fight somebody mm-hmm. um, or pick up a rifle yeah. and, and try to shoot at them, there is a level of dehumanizing that does have to take place. Yeah. And we have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Like, uh, it's the reason... Um, it's the reason so many people that come back from combat have post-traumatic stress syndrome Yeah, because we're not designed to dehumanize people. That's actually not the biblical mandate. Mm-hmm. We're like what's been sewn into us as image bearers yeah. is to respect other people. And so there is a really weird gray area there and yeah. a hard kind of decision to make that says, I'm going to stand up for a group of people who are being, oppressed or hurt mm. or whatever yada 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 um and i'm gonna be the one that takes the brunt of the effects of that emotionally yeah that there's a bit of a and we don't have it as much nowadays we don't live in an honor culture or a warrior kind of culture anymore but that that is still something that we battle with like we yeah. respect warriors that's why we love watching ufc fighters and we like value them we look at them as something like great right Mm -hmm. that's why we love our and support our military like because we still want to honor the warriors we just for the most part don't want to be the warrior anymore um it's weird like um i think the last fight i got into i was like 19 years old i think that was probably the last time i ever got in a fight i'm 36 now i have not exchanged fists with another human being since then yeah um and I, I would feel very weird in doing so. Yeah. I go to jujitsu like every, almost every week, yeah. right? Um, but that's like controlled fighting. It's controlled fighting, yeah. right? Where like you actually like shake hands before and after you're yeah. done. But like that is the only space where I enter into. But you, and you started doing jujitsu like mm. your first day there. Were you a little bit like, oh my gosh, this is so strange. Oh yeah. To like, be full blown like, like 100% of your- My body had no idea how to react when I was in an actual, like I, so my body was so hyped up on adrenaline after the first couple of like days, right. I would literally go home and I like in my car, I would be crying for no reason. I wasn't mad. I wasn't right. sad. I wasn't anything. My body was just so hopped up on adrenaline. And basically like when you go to jujitsu for the first like f- six months, I would say, yeah. your entire experience is just get tapped out get tapped out and being tapped out is like literally get choked out to the point mm-hmm. of like, I don't have oxygen in my brain. Yep. And so after you're done, your body's like, you almost died six times today. Right. Like I don't know how to process that. So all I can do is 
respond emotionally. Yeah. And so I was trying to like, and it was really weird. I felt, yeah, I honestly, I felt very unmanly and right. I'm sitting there like, why am I crying? This is stupid. Like, I don't, I, I'm not mad. Nothing. I'm just oh. crying. And my body was so hopped up on adrenaline. Like, and it was like, you don't know what happened. And that's the same thing. Like when we talk about PS, like PTSD, it's that times a million because it's like, like I knew when I was in jujitsu, I double tap, I'm out. Like I'm sure. good. I, I'm not going to die. Yeah. But it's like PTSD. It's like, there's no double tap. It's just like, you don't you know either live or you die. Yeah. I mean, it's, in, it's an interesting thing. Like jujitsu is a... And I feel like more than any other martial art, and I don't think I'm saying it just because I'm biased because I do jujitsu. Definitely. But it's one of the few martial arts where you actually get to go full bore 100% with 100%. somebody. Yeah. You're trying to choke them. You're yeah. trying to arm bar them. You're trying to submit them. And, uh, but in an instant, it can stop because all they have to do is tap yep. or say the word tap, right? But you're giving it 110%. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you can't go to karate and kick somebody as hard as you can. Yeah. That's that form of martial art. But yeah. here you really do. And we're not used to doing that. Mm -hmm. You and me on a daily basis are not used to walking around trying to attack somebody with 100% mm -hmm. of all of our strength yeah. and intent. It's a strange thing. And, and it harkens back to that warrior culture. Mm -hmm. Like you, it was a harder time to live. Yeah. You know, uh, mortality, like, you know, lifespans were shorter. Mm -hmm. Therefore, like, lives were not worth as much. Yeah. You fought more. Like, it just, like, it, it was just so much grittier. Mm -hmm. It's very polished. It's very, like, easy, like, nowadays. Yeah. And when we just even brush up against the hint of that. Yeah. In something like jujitsu, we don't know what to do. Our adrenaline spikes. Yeah. We're like, what do I do with all this? Oh, and not even that. Like, so, <clears throat> um, I've been talking to a couple of people um, from our church and I've come to find out like, just like through talking to them that there are some people, um, just that they know that are like, not just like special forces, but like special, special forces. Oh, and that's not a um, real term you just said, but keep going. I know. Well, like say all that to say, like they, like we had a really good, really good discussion about like just the idea of like, why is it that like when you find somebody that's like special forces military, right. you're almost in awe of them. Oh, I think it's because yeah. of the idea that like we don't live in a warrior culture. That's and right. so when you see somebody that's literally like I have stared in the face of death multiple times mm -hmm. and come out on the other end and I am by all by all definitions a warrior, you're like, what is that? Like what, what makes that? you so unique? It's because they have a, a they have a shared experience right. that is so different from any other place yeah. and partly that makes me kind of happy in a way because it's like i think that as a society it's good to not glorify violence okay and like death like i mean like you think about it like a lot of the romans like they would go to coliseums and fill coliseums just to watch one man put a knife through another man's body brutal and it's like nowadays we understand like that's probably not the best for society. But I still do want to see Conor McGregor punch somebody in the throat. That is true. There's a part of me that's like, me likey. That is true. I likey. Yep. Yeah, having people over to my house gather around the TV and go, everybody come. Watch children experience <laughs> one man beat another man with thin, thin gloves. And so, yeah. Something I mean, about it is really satisfying. Yeah. And and I've had I've actually heard people say as a Christian, you shouldn't watch UFC. Really? You shouldn't support fighting because that's you're supporting violence and that's mm. not a loving representation of Christ. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I don't know. 
like there's a warrior spirit in us all. I think it's it's especially in like especially for men, we have testosterone, mm-hmm. we tend to be more aggressive generally speaking, not making blanket statements, but yeah. generally but speaking. You saying that my 5 foot zero inch Hispanic wife can't beat somebody up? Well, she definitely could. She she, she definitely could. So but could yours. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you gave it your all, you would you would beat her up. Sorry, I was just time. trying to. But you are not prone to domestic violence. Yeah. You're a nice man, so you're not going to do that. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> just in general, men yeah. tend to be more aggressive. So there's an there's that avenue, mm-hmm. right? What's very interesting to me is we've seen a, like very well fairly recently in the past like five to eight years the rise of female UFC fighters. Yeah, right. That's yeah. very interesting to see. They're mm-hmm. very calculated. Um, and it's not that there's less aggression. It's just that there's, I feel like there's a lot more technique. Yeah. There's a lot more like ac- not accuracy is the wrong You get word. a lot more technical knockouts, I think, with them than like like full on on the ground gorilla fist. That's kind of, I feel like that's true. I'm not a UFC commentator yeah. or like expert or anything, but I do feel like I've seen more pinpoint accuracy mm-hmm. there than pure muscle knockouts. Yeah. Than more like there's way less Brock Lesnar just slam oh, beatdowns yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's definitely it's super interesting to see the rise of like female like combat sports yeah. and, and how big that's become for instance uh, like Paige Van Zant, who is one of the biggest UFC fighters yeah. like female UFC fighters just transitioned she left the UFC she joined she joined the Bare Knuckle Fight Club. Oh, Bare Knuckle Fight Club is a dude, brutal... Dude, Bare Knuckle Fight Club or Fight Championship? I yeah. don't know dude but it's literally just wrapped yeah. hands mm-hmm. And they're just cracking each that other is. in the face with bare knuckles. Hey, you think that fighting with like, like you think that UFC is bad? You watch a bare knuckle fighting match. It's it's not like you don't have padding to to like mask what you're hitting. Yeah, it's literally just like my knuckle is gonna scrape your face. Yeah, and it's so much more brutal. It's good time. It's just immediate. Like the first two punches. Yeah, blood. Here's everywhere. the thing though. Like it's actually been proven. It's actually been proven that. Uh, like getting it like in a UFC fight, mm-hmm. you're going to take a lot less like head trauma, brain injury and cognitive damage from being mm-hmm. in a UFC fight than a professional boxing match. Yeah. On average. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the number. So don't mm-hmm. don't quote me about it out there. But like on average, like a professional boxer will take something like four thousand oh. like or three thousand yeah. punches yeah. in a night. Mm-hmm. Like if he goes and does a fight, that's insane. He, it's insane. Imagine yeah. your brain getting smashed up against your oh. skull like three thousand yeah. times. Whereas like a UFC fighter mm-hmm. will only get like something like 200 or 300 yeah. maybe. Like yeah. there, there's a huge difference. And then when you go bare knuckle, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about like you get hit four or five times. You're unskis. Yeah. You're out. I mean, so there's yeah. possible that there's there'll be a lot less UFC or bare knuckle fighters ending up like Muhammad Ali at the end of their life. Yeah. That's that's what that's what is always hard for me. Like when I watch, because to me it's like I don't have some moral compass. Because I feel like most of the people that say like you shouldn't glorify violence, and then they go out and like watch a Marvel movie, and it's like, that's well, you watch the Hulk kill seven hundred people. Yeah, like you can't say like, or you know, they go out and watch James Bond, and they're just like, sure. oh yeah, James Bond shooting the bad guys. It's like. Well, those bad guys are just being like paid contractors, man. Yeah. They're just trying to do their job. Just professional. Bring some money home to their family, it's dude. A professional yeah. stunt man. He knows what he's doing. Like glorious English man just smokes him. It's like, come on. Like, you know, but like to me, it's like when you actually watch a fight and you're like, oh gosh, like that's brutal. Like you see, 
like like guys like Muhammad Ali, and you're just like, oh, like that's what's hard to watch. But yeah. same thing with football. Like I think sure. you can glorify. Like you say, football is like just a form of gladiator combat. That's it's true. Like, I'm going to take my body and ram it as hard as I can into your that body. Is, I mean, if you are trying to like like be nitpicky like that's fighting yeah that's fine there's all sorts of things that are fighting that people like some people wouldn't frown against or Mm -hmm. frown upon like for instance sumo wrestling yeah fighting yeah a lot less attractive Uh, fighting a lot of skin (laughs) i mean i don't know rubbing and gigantic men in diapers that's a diaper man fight yeah Yeah. so sumo wrestling (laughs) football could technically be considered fighting yeah you could even make an argument that curling yeah Fighting. No. no. Fighting. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Hey, a a mean, violent game of shuffleboard. <laughs> with just... On the ice is not fighting. You got too far. <laughs> hockey? That's hockey. fighting? Definitely. Dude, there's fighting I mean, fighting they literally everywhere. have fighting in hockey as a normal there's part of There's fighting sport. in every sort of environment yeah. and ecosystem and hemisphere. It's every... not going away, right? Like, that's what no. I think is, is interesting is like, when people say like, oh yeah, like UFC, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. It's like, you have to remember, like every culture, everywhere on the earth has always had some form of violent sport yep. or glorified violence. It's something about humanity that just looks at violence and says, "Yeah." I that's wonder. Cool. I'm and I'm wondering if because you brought up like the the Romans earlier, yeah. And during the time of the Romans, there were actual wars happening. Mm-hmm. Then there was like combat for sport, yeah. And then the majority of the people though did not partake in that. They yeah. were running shops like doing mm-hmm. their thing we like the senate like everything there was normal everyday life same as now there yeah. is real life combat happening mm-hmm. there is combat for sport and yeah. then there's the regular people walking around who are like i've never even shook somebody's hand very hard yeah so it's like it there's always gonna be the extremes of both sides mm-hmm. people who like like have no physical contact or yeah. interaction with people, people who have extreme physical contact, people who do it for fun, for sport, people yeah. who like you and me, like we're normal people working yeah. normal jobs that like to go to jujitsu yeah. and train in a physical way there. It's, I think there's always going to span the gambit, but there, you're right. There is something about fighting and combat that has kind of captured the minds of mm-hmm. cultures and societies over the years. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because Oh man, I'm going to make a real far stretch yeah, right go now. I mean, like First Timothy says, like fight the good fight, mm-hmm. like of faith, right? Like there is this idea that every day we are spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, like we're fighting, like yeah. we're battling against like like sin and yeah. and evil and 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 the principalities of darkness. That physical forms of things tend to be the most instant gratif- instantly gratifying representations mm-hmm. of internal things. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I'm like way out off in like la la land yeah. right now, but I just think that like that there's something, there's always a physical representation of an internal thing. Yeah. And I don't think it's any different for fighting or combat. I agree with that. I think that, that there is like, let me bring it back. I can, I think I can merge a little bit. About Simplify me. On. Cause I just went crazy. So it's not necessarily simplifying. It's just like, I think that, fighting and the reason why in Genesis like Cain and Abel are talking about like being like like Cain killed Abel in a very brutal violent way I think the reason why that was put there like and we can do a a whole like a whole podcast like series of podcasts on Genesis but like I never see Genesis as like 
like it could have like happened in reality. It could also be a very like like um, important metaphorical understanding of like how humanity is mm. and what is like the thing that happens. Like Adam and Eve sin, they fall, they go away from the garden. What is the next thing that happens? Like the next thing that happens is they have children, Cain and Abel, Cain gets jealous of Abel and they fight, Cain yeah. kills Abel. It's like, it's almost as if fighting and violence is deeply ingrained in humanity and mm. like God understands that and says, this is something that humans are prone to mm. and therefore I need to show you the absolute like depths of what this sin causes, which is death and destruction. And not only that, but banishment away from God, because when Cain kills Abel, he has banished away from God. Right. It's like, that's to me where it's like the end game of violence. Like you can say, yeah, I, I like fought in self-defense or you can say this, sure. or you can say that. Like the reason why many people come back, you know, and, and have like PTSD, this and that is because when you've been taken that far and you've actually taken a human life, mm -hmm. your brain goes, I shouldn't do that. Like it's right. not something that like, especially Christians, like when you live in your, you know, when, when you live in the goodness of Christ, you realize like, this isn't something that I should have to do yeah. now, not taking away anything from our military. This sure. is the other point that I wanted to make. And then I'll stop talking, which is that, I believe just like fighting the Nazis and Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Ooh, yeah. there are, there's real evil out there. Uh -huh. And to say, I will stand in the gap and wage war with that evil, mm -hmm. man, that makes me feel like I respect you so much more because mm -hmm. as somebody who's not going to go into them, I mean, I'm 27. I'm not going to ever go into the military at this point in time. It's like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the person that says I'm going to stand up and stand in that gap. You know, I'm going to stand against evil and face it head to head. Mm -hmm. Same with like, I would agree with in many things like you, when you look at the ideas of who, like what the, what is going on in Iraq and, and, and how they're so against the nation of Israel. They're so against the Jewish people. It's like, that's just being against God's people. And you see time and time mm. again, when war is waged against the nation of Israel, what happens? I mean, we have the seven day war or the six day war. We have Yom Kippur. We have all these other wars where the nation of Israel was whooped up on by all these surrounding countries. It was impossible for them to win. Right. And somehow they remain victorious. That to me is a realization of God is still honoring the pact that he made with the nation of Israel yep. in today's time. And we're seeing little literal biblical like pacts being made and being fulfilled in our in our day and culture. Mm -hmm. I feel like as a country, when we say, if this country whoops up on you, we're gonna whoop up on that country, I feel like that is a that is a like biblical thing to say this is real evil out there. Yeah. You know? So I'm just saying that to say like all of this encompassing, I don't think that we should have to do this. Right. But once again, I feel like God has said as a, as a fallen, broken human world, you're going to. This is going to be a reality of your of your. It's culture. unfortunately a part. And again, I think there is a huge differentiation between self defense. Yeah. Between two people agreeing at like something that is a sport and agreed yeah. upon like thing that they go into mm -hmm. for sport and for entertainment versus what you're talking about, like violence, right? Yeah violence and murder and mm -hmm. warfare that is unjust there is a huge difference yeah. and i think um and 
you know, so basically Nolan agrees with the machine gun preacher 110% and says, let's go. I Um, love Gerard Butler. Well, I think, you know, who doesn't, (laughs) who doesn't love them some 300. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but I do think there's something interesting about it and I don't want to go too long because we're, we're getting about the end of our time, but there is something about you were saying, gosh, what were you saying? Like that it's, it's like, there's something ingrained in us. Yeah. Right. That has to do with fighting or yeah. maybe it's, maybe it has to do with being a warrior. Maybe it has to do with fighting. Maybe it has to do with protection. Yeah. But I'm thinking more along the lines of protection, like the father heart of God seeks to protect his children mm. and will actually like take yeah. it upon himself to protect and like, mm-hmm. and, and go about certain ways in doing yeah. that. Right. Um, we didn't have time, but like, Man, like if we had more time, we could dive through the book of Joshua and talk about what a bloody book that is. But what's really happening there? What's God really Mm -hmm. trying to do, which is to lead his children into a place of safety and peace. But to get there, they're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. And that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, well, I mean, we'll, we'll have to like recover topics. Of, oh like, yeah, fighting, for sure. But like my thing is, is like, there's always a holy, like there's a holy fighting which is like joshua right like the I holy fight wars. like yeah. the crusades you're no, all, you're all about the crusades the, the bad the bad portion of fighting uh-huh. is the holy wars oh, it's okay. literally saying like and and when you look across history and time mm-hmm. there are like reasons why people have gone to war and you right. read them now and you're like this is terrible right like you read the holy wars you read and like even some of the edicts that some of the popes wrote about like right. we need men to come and kill the infidel to kill this sure to kill it. it's like are you serious yeah like not there you know and it's like and like same same thing with like you know a lot of what england did to you know other nations Woo! it's like we're gonna go and kill them in the name of christ it's like no you're like and then and then once i did that they were like oh by the way now you're our slaves now you're gonna create trade sure. with us blah 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 yeah. and it's just like oh you're doing this for your own self-interest yeah not for the interest and you're of God. using you're trying to attach the name of god mm-hmm. to it that is unjust yeah right that's not a war or a fight that god supports or that he's ordained mm-hmm. those are done those yeah. are sealed we've seen those right mm-hmm. But I even like not to go too long, but like yeah. I, I would even say like there was times when, you know, uh, guys would I, I wasn't a Christian when I was in the military. Yeah. But now looking back as a believer, there were times when people would try to say, hey, we're doing we're do we're, we're, we're like God's army. We're mm-hmm. going to go out there and do yeah. this. We're God's Marines, even in the Marine Corps anthem or in the song, mm-hmm. it says uh, when the army and the if, if if we ever get on heaven's scenes, yeah, right, you'll see the United States Marines guarding the streets or something yeah. like that, right? Um, it it's a little blasphemous. It's saying yeah. anywhere we go, we're coming in the name of God, yeah. and it's like that's not actually true, yeah, because it's very very possible that we're serving the interests of oil, we're yeah. serving the interests of allies and political yeah. moves, and I joined personally to stand in the gap, but mm-hmm. how I got used may or may not have been correct yeah. for that. We depend on decision makers, politicians mm-hmm. to also be walking in righteousness. Yeah. They got to walk in righteousness. So I'm allowed to walk in righteousness. Mm-hmm. It's really in, in at the end of the day, it's about walking in righteousness. Yeah. So Jesus says, turn the other cheek, 
he's addressing the heart more than he yeah. is the body and the cheek, right? Yeah. He's, he's talking about righteousness. I think. And that's a great place to land. I mean, I think like the, the most important thing is like, once again, like, you know, we pray for the leaders that we have yep. because it's like, Hey, like, and you know, we are a Christian nation. We were yep. founded off of Christian morals and values. Yeah. And the best that we can do is say like, Lord, we need you to lead us. We also need to be able to stand up. And that's why I love, I love living where we live because we're able to stand up and say, I don't agree with what we're doing in X, Y, and Z. Sure. And we don't have to be worried about, you know, being taken off to some sort of camp or whatever. It's like, you know, so my biggest thing is just like, man, you know, I, I think like there's always that gray area, you yep. know, that we exist in. And, you know, when, when you do, when you do get in that area, it's like, gosh, you know, it's not something that you can just solve by pointing to a single scripture yeah. or to a number of scriptures and saying, no, see, this is why this, this, and that, because I can point to four other scriptures that say contradictory things. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. No, that's good. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses, or you can check us out on the website, which has Finally launched website up. BiblicalLenses.com. Check for show notes, more episodes. We release a fresh podcast most weeks. We've had some time off. We apologize for that, but we're trying to come back and be more consistent. And we would really appreciate in that consistency, if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on whatever podcast uh, player that you listen to this in. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. See ya. That was a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs>